This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. The ASX, gold, crude oil, shares and the Aussie dollar. We hear the finance report on the news every day. It may sound alien or foreign and you might feel it has nothing to do with you. Do you know what it means? Let's look at the meaning behind the finance report. What's in a finance report? In many news bulletins, there is a finance section or a finance report. It talks about the state of the economy and what is going on in the financial world here, at home and overseas. SBS TV's former finance reporter Wolfgang Muller explains why it's important to pay attention to the economy. Well, the financial world, the economy, is an important part of our life. It's where we earn our money, the money we need to buy our groceries, the money we need for the rent and to pay the mortgage. So it is a very important part and we have to pay attention to what's happening there because otherwise we might, well, run off opportunities to earn our money. He lays out what you can normally expect to hear in a finance report. Well, surely the the stock market, which is, you might say, well, I don't own uh, any shares, so why should I pay attention to it? All our superannuation earnings are tied to the stock market. That's where most of the money is invested. Interest rates are very important. We pay mortgages. We pay all sorts of things. So it is important to see where the uh, where the interest rates go. And, and sometimes we hear about how some companies are doing. And uh, some of them are very big companies. And some of them come to grief and disappear. And people lose their jobs. So... That can be very hurtful not to be informed about what's going on, on the, in the economy. The share market is an important part of the finance report and it normally always comes first. Professor Adam Clements from QUT's Business School describes the purpose of the share market. Well, the share market represents one of the major sources of funds that companies raise to operate their businesses on a day-to-day basis to make investments and build new factories and things like this. This then represents a a major source of savings for lots of individuals, lots of households. So we as individuals could buy shares in companies and then the companies will go and use that money to, um, as I said, to, to run their businesses and grow their businesses. Although we hear about the daily changes in the share market, we might not make savings and investment decisions on a daily basis. Tell what Access Economics' Chris Richardson says the share market may be a bit over-reported for the average man, but also explains that it is very significant for our savings. First up, uh, it's worth noting that although the share market's important, we probably report it too much. You know, to the average person in Australia, things like jobs, wages, interest rates... Now, those things tend to be a, a bit more important, but share markets are important. You know, the, the, the average Australian holds their wealth two ways, one, one in their houses, about two-thirds of the wealth of the average Australian is in housing. Much of the rest is in share markets, and, and even if you don't think you're in share markets, um, chances are that you are. Remember, superannuation, you know, compulsory for workers, effectively, um, a bunch of that money ends up in share markets. The share market is a marketplace where you can buy and sell shares in a company. It's the sum of all companies listed. The direction of the share market's value, moving up or down, is often seen as a major indicator of the health of the economy. When shares go up, it shows that investors, those who buy shares, are positive to owning shares in companies instead of putting the money in the bank or other investments.
When more people want to buy shares than the people who want to sell, the price goes up and vice versa. A share market index is a sum of a collection of shares that are representative for that particular market. The main index in Australia is the ASX 200, made up of the largest 200 companies listed on the Australian Stock Exchange. Chris Richardson explains the other international indexes we are updated on. Dow Jones, for example, is the New York Stock Exchange. Uh, why do we take note of that? Um, because U.S. financial markets absolutely dominate the world. U.S. economy no longer dominates the way it used to, but certainly in financial markets, the U.S. is the 400-pound gorilla. Typically, what U.S. share markets, you know, the Dow Jones and some of the others, the NASDAQ, uh, have done overnight, provide a lead. They will tell you uh, if Australia's share market is going to go up or down. Another influence from overseas is the exchange rate. The exchange rate is how many Australian dollars it is going to cost us to buy one overseas currency and how many Australian dollars we will receive if we sell one unit of an overseas currency. A strong Australian dollar means we can buy more of an overseas currency, which is positive when we are travelling overseas or buying imported goods. But if we are competing with imported goods or selling our products on overseas markets, we get more competitive if the Australian dollar is low. Chris Richardson describes how the exchange rate reacts. It is important. It tends to be not important in, in the way um, most people think of it. You know, some, some people, some politicians think of uh, the exchange rate as some great barometer of the strength of your country and, and how wonderful it is if, if your exchange rate is very strong. And certainly, you know, if you're travelling overseas, if you're buying stuff that's imported, a high, a strong exchange rate is a good thing. More important, though, is that the exchange rate goes up and down with the economy. You want it to be this giant bumper bar on the Australian economy. Um, when our economy is going well, other things equal, you're going to expect almost downright hope that our currency is high. When we're in trouble, though, you want the dollar to go down. What it does is it makes Australian businesses more competitive. Australia is trading and doing business with many countries around the world, so our dollar will be exchanged with many other currencies. But when you listen to the finance report in the news, you will mostly hear about the exchange rate in US dollars. This is because the US dollar is the single most important currency in the world. Professor Adam Clements explains. The US dollar is the, the major global currency. So that's an industry standard. Historically speaking, the, the US dollar is, has been the, the benchmark for a lot of global trade, and hence the, the value of the Australian dollar relative to the US dollar is one of the most important exchange rates quoted. Another important figure covered in the finance report is interest rates, most notably the Reserve Bank's official cash rate. Professor Clements says a change in interest rates affects our behaviours and conversely, the whole economy. The level of the interest rate that the Reserve Bank is controlling influences the cost of borrowing for you or I or, or for businesses. So we tend to find that mortgage interest rates move quite closely with movements in the Reserve Bank interest rates. Say if the Reserve Bank's worried about the economy not performing particularly well and the Reserve Bank wants to stimulate spending in the economy, the Reserve Bank will think about cutting interest rates to make them lower 
which means that you and I as individuals that have mortgages now have more money to spend after we pay our mortgages. So they can control the, the level of spending in the economy by changing the amount we need to pay on our mortgages. It's not just our personal finances and behaviours that interest rates impact. Professor Clement says the official rate has a knock-on effect on business and the wider share market. That also influences the cost of borrowing for companies all around the country. So as that cost of borrowing goes up, for instance, that's going to reduce the profits that companies earn and that will have a flow-on effect to the level of the share market because company profits will fall. So that interest rates are one of the major, in some sense, levers of economic policy that, that allow the Reserve Bank to control the level of spending and general activity in the economy. A bullish or bearish market, investor confidence and fears. These are what are known as investor sentiments. If the returns on interest-bearing investments are going down, then investors will be looking for alternative investments, which are often in the share market. Recently, finance markets have focused on the fall in commodities prices. Chris Richardson describes why commodities prices may affect the average person. The price of a bunch of things, we usually call them commodities. It might be oil prices, it might be coal or, or iron ore prices. These are important for Australia. We are an unusual rich nation. Most rich nations don't mine stuff and sell it to the world. We do. So what happens to the iron ore price? What happens to coal price? You know, these are our two largest exports. That's extremely important for Australia. You know, it gives you a bit of a signal about the changing income in, in Australia. When those sort of prices are rising, you're getting great income growth, national income growth here. Uh, when they're falling, it tends to go the other way. Financial analysts often follow the price of oil and gas. Chris Richardson says while a lower oil price does mean lower petrol prices, oil and gas has a more complex impact. We're only a couple of years away from becoming the world's largest exporter of gas. And gas and oil, you know, because they do similar things, you, you, you use them as fossil fuels, basically those prices tend to move pretty much together. So when the average person hears about the oil price falling and they're cheering, you know, that's because they can fill up their car more cheaply, uh, very true. These days, though, you'd be starting to say, well, that's not such good news for Australia. If we're about to be the world's largest exporter of gas, a lower oil price is going to mean a lower gas price, and you know, that will hit Australia's earnings. The oil price is often reported as the price of West Texas Intermediate, which is one of a number of oil prices around the world. World Texas Intermediate is based upon the oil price in the U.S., the other major oil indexes around the world are Brent Blend, mostly used in Europe, and the OPEC Basket and Dubai Crude, used around the Persian Gulf. Asia and Australia often report the Tapas oil price, a Singapore-based index for imported oil from Malaysia. What about gold? Although important, Chris Richardson says it's overreported. Uh, but we do tend to report it more often than it truly deserves. I just don't think it's as important in, in modern economies. Uh, and even for Australia as an important gold miner and exporter, I really don't think it deserves that attention. Adam Clement says that we still tend to see gold as a safe haven when the financial markets are in turmoil. The Finance Report was written by Frank Matheson and read by Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.